this is a lesson in truth. Just what does that mean? We need to bring our brains to the same church family tree. A lot of brains to the family tree. But our brains trace back to a couple of brothers. One named Tom, John, and his other brother, his brother, and I think. Well, he has several brothers. But sisters. But Charles, John and Charles, who were two that were born, who found that originally what was called the Methodist in England. Uh, and we're part of that Methodist family tree. Um, there's a lot of history. I'm not going to any more than that. But I, I did that to introduce you to, to a man I'm going to be quoting now. His name is Charles Wesley. John's younger brother, Charles, who wrote a lot of things. Um, one of the most prolific songwriters in church history. And these two verses came from uh, a hymn. That is in possibly every Westerner and Methodist hymnal, songbook, and often very close to the song. Charles, a charge to keep I have, and first verse goes like this A charge to keep I have, a God to glorify, a never ending soul to save, and fit for the sun. And the second verse says, Preserve the treasury by calling to fulfill. Oh, may in all my powers be engaged to do my master's will. I don't know what it is. I just tell me, does that drive you the way it drives you? A charge to keep I have to serve the treasury. Dr. Earl Wilson, who is a retired general superintendent, one of the students from our denomination, and uh, he shared a sermon a few years ago at our district conference. The sermon was called Build a Bridge and Get Over It. It was a wonderful sermon. This particular part of optimism is beginning to try to be I was trained for, and my personality longs for ministry to as you endure it. Now, I'm pushing over this pause right there, and I tell you, you know, who I can hear about. Okay. For those of you who have no idea who I can hear about, you know who the Cleavers were. Still Let me tell you, this is clear back in the old days. Really old. I put you know, I never had been there in the second rerun. That's how old it is. Okay. So you get this. I did watch you with the Beaver when it wasn't Beaver. Okay, I'll give you that one. Those were TVs were black and white and looked like a big white ball in a box. I would say it. Nobody else said the good old days. So, Dr. Wilson said, 
I was praying for and my personality longed for ministry to add to the day. That was the day when everything on television was changed. They, they were afraid to say, Peace. It's like a Douglas. Not even a death. They just write another song for it. This was before Lucy had the audacity to be pregnant on television. Okay? This is when television would be like super serious. That was the culture. He said, you're trying to be a pastor, and it's your culture who your personality longs to be a part of. The rest of the sections are important. In the same form, my personality longs to ministry of all the material, but God placed me to exist in my fallen people today. So I have the deal to deal with. I'm going to do it. You will understand this context, and you will understand what happened. You will hold it. My calling is to return. Charles Wesley and Dr. Wilson pulled out a truth that many persons are uncomfortable with. Simply that God is here. Not in some other time, not in some other place, not in some other culture. It's right here. And like it or not, right here is our God giving responsibility. Now, the Bible recognizes our tendency to focus on the real day. Most of those American churches are full of people 
Lord, the lesson, join the crowd's lesson, and engage all their powers to do the master's will in this testimony. Many churches in the United States are stuck in a rut. Many churches in Michigan, the last one out of many churches. Many churches in Michigan, many churches in Baseball. And you know, the same things they've always done. They're doing the same things they've always done. They're just doing the same thoughts they've always thought. They're stuck in the rut.
this is the first concept. This is the first part of Jesus' claim that I want you to take a hold of. Jesus' claim for the church is pop full of changes. Jesus' claim for the church is pop full of changes. Well, I said, Jesus God's signature on life. God is creative. And He seems to do new things more often than to repeat old things. He's not to do these people in Isaiah. Isaiah has told them the day is coming that they're going to be carried off into captivity. They're going to be slaves in a foreign country like they used to be slaves in Egypt. And Elijah, when you were slaves in Egypt, God brought you out. And He's going to bring you out of the slavery that's coming. And in the past, when he brought you out of slavery, he led you through the desert and used the the Red Sea to protect you from Pharaoh's army. But when he takes you out of slavery in the future, he's going to do something different. He's going to turn deserts into lakes. Or into. Yeah. Into springs in the desert. And he's going to turn lakes there. And the beautiful places. So that when you travel through that, you won't have a difficulty. It's different. In the past, he had to move water to get this word. In the future, he's going to supply water to get this word. But in all the sudden, the part of Jesus came to the church, one answer is constant. And that is, he brings us through. He brings us out of our slavery. He brings us out of the dominion of evil. He brings us out of sin. He keeps us in the power of his love. So Jesus came to the church is not full of changes in the way he does. Isaiah chapter 64. I think there's a couple of pages over there. Right? Yeah, 743, I think. We're going to the first three verses. Very close to the end of the book of Isaiah, and people are Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains would tremble before you. As when fire sets streams of waves and causes water to boil, come down to make your name. Known to your enemies and cause the nations to place before you. For when you do awesome things that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains trembled before you. 
people don't program the way they want to be. Well, the story of the life of Christ is the way God designed the kingdom to grow. Okay, goodness. That is why Jesus' ministry of faith overflows the life of the world. Calling us to find the enemy's program. He's calling us to love him with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, and our neighbors. The people in our circle should know we have a church. We've come to it so far. Let's go back over there. Jesus brings the church and stops full of things. The church the church is unpredictable. Jesus brings the church over close with life in the end of God. I'd like to more pages in the order to read. 1,131. 7 chapter 5. Since you know what it is to fear the Lord, okay, it's one of those words that you need to stop and go, what is that there? The first chapter of the verse is like the fourth. Shortly before this, Paul points out that every single one of us is going to give an account for our lives. Someday you're going to stand before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and you're going to go, oh, let's talk about your life. And I believe every second that we know it's going to I didn't forget anything. Even all those things you thought you could do. Uh oh. Yeah. Thanks for knowing that we're still in the present. If we are out of our mind as some say, it is for God. Yeah. 
Paul brought himself to three people to believe, to understand, to let property go out. Why would anybody do that? But be honest, nobody is here. Well, a lot of people don't want to do it. And when it's so popular about it, they're going to say, good luck. Or something else. Or actually, the left side. They might tell you. They might ignore you. They might turn their back on you. Why would anybody do that? You must have heard those little words. Fight, love, and charity. Here's the concept, fourth concept. Jesus came to the church, drove over with his passion. Jesus came to teach and to save the lost. Everybody thought they had it together. Well, now occasionally he would say something to them to save them out to help them realize they didn't have it all together. But for the rest of us, we know we don't have it together. Those are the people we can respond. These are the people who came to help. And those are the people who want that to help. He wants to show up through his love until he gets to the point where he gets up to go out and share his love. When we live out of our passion, out of the passion that Jesus gives us, we don't drag ourselves out of bed to head to work just because it's the right way to go to work. And they're out there. Some of you are tired of going, oh, 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 I can't do that anymore. Yeah, I've, I've heard about retirement. It's going to be a relief to me if I know. Now, if it looks as longer, well, don't tell me. Because you get to choose your job description doesn't mean you're not dragging yourself out of bed to pay up those kind of responsibilities. It is due. Jesus says, I'm going to give you a lot of compassion, a passion for people that get you out of bed so that. You don't work. You serve. You play. You help. You love. You suffer. You don't work your way through life. I want to fill you with a love. You turn your life. Even as it compels you into helping other people, I want to fill you with a passion for people. That keep us going in that way again. Because he's doing my work. This is what I believe God is calling our church to do. This is what I believe He wants to do in answer to this question in prayer of encouraging you to pray. How much of your love can you put in the box? There's something in the way, get rid of it. I want us to be able to wake up in the morning knowing somebody someday is going to be loved by Jesus through me. We all of those who is unpredictable. We'll both be surprised. Maybe that's the last step. Maybe the first group of us. I don't know. I don't know how to say that in this. Jesus is Oh, 
the world is in the early days of our justice in the Okay. I think we need to understand that if we're going to keep Jesus in for the church, 
truly, we're going to we're going to lose ourselves. That it becomes fear, discouragement, doubt. We're going to lose this heart, this fear, this love, this trust, this faith, this hope, this love, courage, and confidence in His ability to do whatever He wants to do. See, Jesus says to this church on three. Yeah, the unshakable faith of Abraham. He says in Romans chapter 5, I'm going to read it real quick, and I'll read it with the rest. For Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life, and he created new things out of nothing. So he got that promise to Abraham that he's going to have his own biological son. Look at this. This is scripture that took place in the last time. And there was no reason for hope. Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. So now he has said to him, That's how many descendants we have. Abraham did faith in that we could even go at about a hundred years of age. The thing is, his body was as good as dead. Thank you. 